You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. So I think quite a couple of factors um, probably cumulatively resulted in this in this result of, of a big drop. Uh, yes, I think on the port side most probably also, but I think the a um, the avian flu might have had a bigger impact in mm. quarter three than what we uh, anticipated. I thought the impact might have been bigger in quarter four, but you know, so timing wise, it I think it could maybe have been part of the surprise. But yes, you know, we've had many articles about the agricultural sector and uh, stakeholders. Saying that load shedding is adding to the cost, you know, it's making it difficult on the agricultural production side, and I think we are starting to see those negative, you know, impacts coming through now. And in that instance, we're just talking about one sector. Uh, but looking at that 0.2 uh, decrease in GDP in that uh, quarter three, Elise, uh, what were overall uh, some of the other contributing factors? Yes, literally half of the sectors, you know, increased and the other half contracted. Uh, so we've had a negative contribution from from the manufacturing sector and also from the construction sector. I mean, uh, all of those, you know, um, also linked to the difficult in demand environment in South Africa, the elevated interest rates, you know, load trading that's ongoing, uh, impacted on on those sectors. Uh, on top of that, I would also say, you know, thinking about our consumer that is on the real pressure in South Africa. So that's also filtering through, you know, to, to the demand side uh, for manufactured goods. So, you know, all those factors in combination, you know, resulted in, in this uh, almost, want to say, perfect storm that hit the South African economy in quarter three. Mm. It is the construction industry uh, looking at that sector, also decreasing by 2.8%. Are you able to just uh, give us some insight into to which uh, subsectors here uh, particularly contributed to this decline? I had a quick look, Sakina, and it, it showed like literally almost all the subsectors have negative con- growth in the in the quarter three uh, number. So it's been residential, non-residential. It's been on manufacturing, um, uh, sorry, on on machinery and and equipment. So all the subsectors had actually negative growth, a contraction in quarter three. So it was quite broad based, and that is also what you see if you look at the you, you alluded to the gross fixed capital formation number that the three point four percent contraction. Now also quite a, a big number negative compared to quarter three's number, which which was a nice three point eight percent positive. So some leads and lags, you know, if you think about like solar projects have been a, a major positive uh, sort of uh, inst- uh, yeah, signal for, for uh, fixed investment. But then there's some quarters where you maybe get less of that. But I also do think, you know, uh, you spoke about the ports that could also have had an impact you know, on, on the importation of the needed Um, you know, machinery and equipment and, uh, you know, just the inputs that are needed for construction projects. And that could have also had an impact resulting in this uh, sort of muted um, uh, construction number. Mm. At least we look at um, the manufacturing industry as well, uh, 1.3% down. Uh, I see there's negative growth rates in eight of the 10 divisions there. So again, you know, uh, without belaboring all of these contributors, how do you think the global economic trends or external factors are actually impacting our economic outlook at this point? 
Yes, indeed, that remains a contributing factor, Sakina, because we have seen that global growth has also moderated uh, in 2023. And especially in a country like uh, China, we've had lower than expected economic growth in, in this year. And as we know, they have always been a big um, uh, you know, uh, demand creator for our commodities and also for some of our manufactured products. So there is definitely an overall muted environment globally that's also impacting uh, on South Africa. Mm. And one can't help but ask the question, uh, Elise, you know, yes, we talk about uh, lower than expected growth uh, in other countries, uh, even if we look at countries that are more comparable to our economic situation in South Africa. But we haven't seen any significant growth um, or growth that, you know, would lift us out of the immediate doldrums in any sort of way for a long time. What do we need to do, Elise? You know, uh, what are some of the policies, some of the strategies that we need to urgently look at in order to try and kickstart our economy? Yes, Sakina, I think what we are now experiencing is is really the, uh, so the outcome of not doing what we were supposed to do some years ago. Uh, talking here about, you know, electricity supply, we have... Uh, now we have the problem that we do not have le- enough electricity for our economy. And now there are projects currently underway to try and sort this out. But we should have thought about this in you know, a couple of years ago already to not be in this scenario. So, yes, we are busy with the policies and the, I would say the mitigating um, sort of actions that we need to get us out of this hole. But it will all take time because we only now have invited the private sector in South Africa to become part of the solution to, to you know to also um you know embark on projects to increase our electricity supply for instance. And you can have that same argument for our logistical sector. We only now we've started to invite the private sector to come help us at our ports that are not operational, that are underperforming and, and so on. So we unfortunately have not planned well in South Africa for growth. We have not actually looked after our infrastructure well at the time when it was needed. I'm talking a couple of years ago, we should have thought, you know, we need to start replacing some of our infrastructure for future growth. And now we are looking at it, but we are in the midst of our crisis and we are now in a deep hole and we're just muddling along. So we cannot get out of this growth range, I would say stuck growth range, unless we can start to improve our infrastructure because that will enable growth. But it's all now in the, we also in that middle muddle along scenario until we can get to the point where there's more growth possible because we have now addressed our infrastructure deficiencies. And just finally, Elise, is there anything that you can identify, you know, right off the bat at the moment in terms of uh, our poor planning or failure to plan uh, adequately at this point? What what should we be looking at? What should we be taking cognizance of right now so that we don't repeat that mistake? Well, uh, yes, we should think forward. Now, I think if we look at uh, our current low potential growth rate. You now, the Reserve Bank puts our potential growth rate uh, between 0 and uh, 0.8%. So, i.e., if we grow anything above that, it will start to be inflationary because we do not have the capacity to grow like that. So, there's many, you know, factors to, to consider, but definitely so uh, on the network industries, you know, that we already spoke about. But then on top of that, you know, skills development, you know, to develop the skills in South Africa that's needed to take the 
the economy forward. We should also, you know, uh, be seriously looking at our tertiary in in institutions and see that what is on offer is uh, indeed what would be needed for the economy in future. We need to focus on our education system, uh, even at uh, primary and tertiary level, uh, you know, secondary level as well, to prepare the workforce for growth in, in the future. Elise, thank you so much for your time. Independent economist uh, Elise, Greer, Elise Greer speaking to us there and uh, her insights on uh, what these latest figures are telling us. And that, of course, uh, Stats SA releasing the second quarter GDP data today, uh, Q3 2023 GDP figure. And uh, we saw a slight decrease there. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.